This is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 123 of the Aligned Women podcast. I just realized how interesting it is that in like so many of these episodes, we start off with me asking you to sit back and take a deep breath because we have literally implemented breathing as an exercise into the Aligned Women program. I know that seems kind of odd because it's a chiropractic, oh, I guess we'll call it a chiropractic coaching program, although I feel like it's a lot more than that. Um, But the reason why is so, so, so simple. And yet it's so easy for us to overlook. We start all of our one-to-one sessions, our group coaching sessions, our Q and A's with having everyone present, breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Think about it. You've probably invited your patients to do this. You've probably done this yourself. If you were in labor, (laughs) you've probably talked with other moms if uh, you see or have an, a specific interest in pregnancy and birth in your practice, you've talked with them about breathing through the contractions. How obvious, right? And why do we do it? We do it to help excite the vagus nerve, which excites the parasympathetic nervous system and helps to balance our autonomic nervous system. And more importantly, in the, in the setting of aligned women, um, coaching, then it's a part of encouraging women to be able to access the part of their brain that makes decisions and creates clarity. So, yep. Sit back, take a deep breath. Today's topic is about how to start a practice, even when you think you can't. And I am doing something kind of like an experiment here with breaking this episode up into two parts. So today I'm going to give you some backstory. And then next week you'll hear some strategy to start a practice, even if you think you can't. And we'll also talk about why you'd want to start a practice, even if you think that you can't. Hey, have you heard about Aligned Women's new upcoming sister podcast? It will be called Self Care is Healthcare, the podcast. It will be launching soon ish. <laughs> launching a podcast is certainly a labor of love. And when you already have a full time business and four kids and you're committed to taking care of yourself, it doesn't launch quite as quickly as it did when you had nothing else to do with your time. So think about this. 
If you've ever thought about your friend who was a midwife or a doula or a yoga instructor, group fitness instructor, maybe an acupuncturist or a naturopath or a massage therapist, and you thought, gosh, she really needs something like aligned women in her life. So she knows how to grow her practice in a way that feels good for her and that allows her to have the time freedom that she wants to have with her family while also making sure that she is taking care of herself too, then the self-care is healthcare. The podcast will be for her. And in the meantime, before the podcast is launched, the best way that you can share this with her is to send her over to the self-care is healthcare community on Facebook. So just look up the self-care is healthcare community and you can invite her to join you and me there. Are you stuck in a crappy associate position, barely making enough money to provide for your family or worse, working five, six, seven days a week and hardly ever seeing your kids? Or maybe you've always dreamed of having your own practice so you could do things your way, but you just don't have the ability to get a $100,000 business startup loan. Well, if you answered yes to either of these questions, then be sure to stick with me through today's episode of the Aligned Women podcast and through part two, which will be available for you next week. In this episode, I'll share with you the story of how I started a practice on less than $2,000 and was profitable in under 90 days, working just 15 hours a week or less. Well, when I worked at Logan, I, I loved my job. I was first a resident after graduating with my DC and I was a resident in sports and rehab. And then I was the assistant director of sports and rehab. I was the assistant director by the time that my daughter was born. I love traveling with the sports teams. We travel all over the country. I loved covering track meets, soccer tournaments, football games. I loved the hustle and the bustle of the clinics, the busy clinics. <laughs> but then I became a mom and I just didn't feel like I could do my job the way I used to anymore. It didn't become clear to me right away. Instead, it was a sense that grew over the course of my baby's first year of life. I went back to work part-time hours when she was eight weeks old. Yes, eight weeks old. I worked about 25 hours a week for the first two weeks to be exact. And then it was just like horrible after that. I felt like even though I wanted to be at work and feel human and productive, I also had an intense feeling of panic most of the time, like having a limb severed. And if I didn't get back to it quickly enough, it was never going to reattach. Side notes. It wasn't until several years later that I could look back on that time and how I was feeling and recognize that I was struggling with postpartum anxiety. And unfortunately, no one in my life, not my mom, not my husband, not my chiropractic coworkers, no one either knew what to look for or was brave enough to tell me that how I was feeling and behaving was not normal. Well, when my my baby was 10 weeks old, it was time for me to get back to my normal work schedule, which meant 6 a.m. team meetings every Monday morning. It took me three to four hours to get my daughter and I ready in the morning for me to leave the house for work because I'd had to wake up and pump and then feed her, shower, eat, pump again, 
get the pump, <laughs> the diapers, all 10 bags <laughs> ready to leave the house. And then by that time, it was usually time to feed the baby or pump again. And I remember putting my work clothes on a couple of times, like after getting out of the shower and having her spit up all over me and then having to change into clean clothes before leaving the house or forgetting to change and then going to work with sweat up on me. So then I became this thing of getting out of the shower and just putting on my bra and my underwear and not getting dressed until it was like time to walk out the door because then I didn't have to worry about it. If she sped up on me, I could just wipe it off with a towel. <laughs> well, I could go on and on with the stories and the reasons why I just no longer felt like I could do my job at the university the same way I, I had done it before I became a mom. But the bottom line is, and I'm sure you can relate to this, motherhood required me to start getting clear on what I was really doing with my life. I mean, I went to chiropractic school so that I could combine my marketing education and work experience with my social work education and work experience. Chiropractic to me was a way that I could own my own business and truly help people at the same time. But becoming a mom had me see that I actually had none of the time freedom that I had hoped for in my career. And it started to seem more and more like it was time to start my own practice so that I could finally have the time freedom that I had always wanted and now needed as a mom. But truthfully, I had very little resources to start a practice. Thanks to being perhaps a little bit too accommodating in my first marriage, which ended in divorce, I was carrying a lot of credit card debt on top of a mortgage, on top of student loans. My credit wasn't spotless. It also wasn't terrible. And I didn't have thousands saved in the bank that the that another bank would require for collateral on a small business loan. So I just kept trudging along in my in my job and spending a lot of time away from my daughter, feeling exhausted and feeling doubtful about basically everything. And by the time that my daughter was reaching her first birthday, I was feeling really miserable. I was feeling so pulled between showing up in my job the way I wanted to, which meant traveling several days at a time and working nights and weekends and being the present mom that I really wanted to be too, which quite honestly, I hadn't expected when I was pregnant. I thought like I would just go back to work and they would be all good. Like, why would anyone want to hang out with the baby all day? That's boring. <laughs> I seriously thought that. How ridiculous. So eventually I swallowed my pride and I asked a family member to give me money to start a practice. It was the only way I knew how I could do it at that time. And after several weeks of her asking a lot of questions, she decided to give me $25,000. Yes, $25,000. That seemed like a huge amount of money at that time. I knew that as long as I worked hard and marketed my practice, that that would be more than enough money to start and operate my practice. And through that combination of that gift and well, other circumstances that lined up at just the right time. I actually started my practice for $3,000 and I had over $20,000 in the bank for future expenses. Pretty sweet, right? Well, fast forward a few years later after I had sold that first practice because I still couldn't figure out how to work as a chiropractor, a successful chiropractor, what I at least thought was a successful chiropractor at that time and be a present mom too. But it was only a few months before another series of events started unfolding that actually led me to creating Aligned Women. 
And the first step in that sequence of events was that I enrolled in Marie Forleo's B-School. If you're not familiar with Marie Forleo, you should go check her out on YouTube. She's had um, a very long series of episodes on YouTube that she calls Marie TV. And there's a lot of wisdom and many, many nuggets I have learned from um, even just Marie TV, the free episodes on YouTube that apply to, to us as chiropractors or to us as women. I don't know, something about the way that Marie spoke about B-School and the promotion for it just made it feel like I have to do this. I have to figure out a way. And interestingly, when I sold my first practice, I thought I was done with my career in chiropractic. I thought that's it. I, I can't be a great mom. I can't be a great mom and a successful chiropractor too. So I'm just done with this. And it really sucked. Yeah. Because I'd only been in practice for um, a few years at that time. And that was a lot of student loan debt and a lot of time invested in a career that was way shorter than I thought that it had, or I thought that it would be at that time. Well, even though I had sold my practice and I was like, well, I'm done with chiropractic. I just knew that I was still an entrepreneur. I knew I still wanted to own a business and help people. That part hadn't ever changed. So even though I had no money and I had no clue what I was doing, I enrolled in B school. If you're, if again, you're not familiar with B school, it's a $2,000 course. (laughs) It's kind of a big deal that teaches you all about how to design a business and a life that you love. Hmm. Well, through B-School, for the first time ever, I was introduced to the idea that I could design my practice to fit my life instead of just working all the time, trying to build a successful business and hoping to squeeze life into what time, if any time, was left over. This was a huge turning point for me. Really huge. I really started to look at business much differently. And in fact, when I spoke at the Texpo Women's Chiropractic Summit in 2018, the title of my presentation was Intentional Business Design. And some other words I think were thrown in there as well, but intentional business design. And I don't think that many people really know what that means, but to me, it just means um, creating a business and a life that you love, <laughs> creating a business model that supports the lifestyle that you want to live instead of just going out there and hustling hard and then hoping that there's some time left over for life and the important people in your life. Well, with a lot more learning through listening to many, many podcasts, reading tons of books, and yes, spending a lot of money on coaching, I knew that I was ready to start my second practice. And this is where things got really interesting. I was really clear about how much time I wanted to work in and on my practice combined just 15 hours a week. That was it. I was really clear about the types of patients that I wanted to see, which were busy moms who were committed to more natural health solutions for their family's health care. I started building relationships in the area that I was thinking about opening my next practice in. And I was already working on my money mindset so that I could have a cash practice with no doubt or worry if people would be willing to pay for my services because I just didn't have the time to deal with insurance companies. I had also already started aligned women at this point, And I had several clients I was working with one-to-one plus I had three kids. So there just wasn't a lot of time for anything else. Interestingly, again, even though our financial situation was a bit better at this time in our lives, I was absolutely adamant that I wasn't going to put my family under any stress for me to open my practice. 
And I was determined to start my practice for as little money as possible. So I know if you're listening carefully by this point, you're like, wow, she's super demanding. (laughs) I mean, I had decided to open a new chiropractic practice, working 15 hours a week or less, seeing only patients I wanted to see all while being out of network. Plus I was determined to start paying myself a salary for my practice as soon as possible so that I could take more pressure off of my husband. And so that he didn't feel like he had to take care of all of our family's needs. I also decided that my practice was going to be profitable in under 90 days. And guess what? It was. I started my second practice in a room that I rented for $300 a month. I had a laptop. I had a table. And that was really all I needed to get started. My husband suggested that I negotiate paying for five months of rent up front and getting my six month for free. So even though this was pretty uncomfortable for me to have this conversation with a woman that I rented my room from, I did it. And lo and behold, I started my practice with a laptop, a table and $1,500 for six months of rent. All right. I know that's quite a lot of backstory, but what I really want you to hear from what I'm sharing with you today is this. You don't have to give up your dream of having your own practice. If working in the traditional model of success in our profession has left you feeling absolutely miserable, unhealthy, and missing your babies, you need to know that there is another way. You need to hear my story. And more importantly, you need to hear the stories of over 200 other women in chiropractic that Aligned Women has helped have profitable practices without sacrificing more time with their families. And you need to know that how much money you have or don't have doesn't have to stop you from bringing your dream to fruition from helping people through the healing gift that you have or from having a profitable practice that allows you time freedom too. It's actually not too much to ask. You need to follow aligned women on Instagram and see our case studies and read their stories. And you need to hear part two of this episode next week, because in next week's episode, I'm going to share with you some actionable strategies that if you right now are in this place of wanting to start a practice, but feeling like there's just no way you can do it, then you just might learn something that will help you get started. And that will help you achieve the dream that you're dreaming of. And it could change your life. It could change your family's life. It could have a tremendous impact on your community. So that's where I'm going to leave you today. It's kind of a cliffhanger, (laughs) but next week, be sure to join me for part two of this episode where again, I'll share the actionable strategies, what to do if you're in this position. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed hearing the story today and be sure to join me next week for episode 124, part two of how to start a practice. Even when you think you can't, I'll see you then. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Aligned Practice Quiz. You can join our newsletter and get your free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present 
and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.